This is PhotoBizX episode number 546 and today we are talking kindy photography or kindergarten photography with a photographer who had a successful wedding and portrait photography business. In fact, they still do. They decided to branch out into kindy photography to see if it would be a profitable genre because she knew that she loved photographing kids. It turns out there was a six-figure business waiting to be added to the existing wedding and portrait photography side of things. And in this interview, she shares exactly how she did it, how she went from zero to fantastic numbers with this brand new business. I'm talking about Tracy Mock, and that interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast-track your success. Welcome to the PhotoBiz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here, host of the PhotoBizX podcast, where I interview guests from around the world to help you build a better photography business, even faster than going it alone. And Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. I hope you've had a fantastic Christmas, a great holiday, a bit of a break, plenty of time with your loved ones, lots of laughter, too much food, potentially too much drinking, and a ton of memories. I know that I've had a fantastic break. It was the first time away from the podcast for, I can't remember how long. I I really do not remember the last time I missed an episode, but because the episode days fell on Mondays, which were New Year's Day and Christmas Day, I thought, well, I'm going to miss one week for a change and have a proper break, and it has been fantastic. So thank you for that. Uh, I hope you did have a chance to go and explore the back catalogue if you were desperate to get working on your business and have that head start for 2024. And if not, I can tell you I have a great lineup of interviews to kick off 2024, starting with today's episode with Tracy. Now, I do say this regularly, and I'm sure I am correct when I say whether or not you photograph kindies or have any interest in photographing kindergartens, I'm sure you'll get a ton from what Tracy had to share. In fact, after we finished recording this interview, Tracy was a little surprised at how much she shared (laughs) when we got to the end. And I didn't want to put undue pressure on her, and I said to her, look, you know, if if you only want to share this with premium members, that is totally fine. Uh, I can do that. But have a sleep on it. Let me know what you think in the morning. And uh, she got back to me and said, look, it's okay. I'm comfortable if you share the first part with everyone, with free listeners and premium members. And uh, I'll be happy if you share the second half with premium members only. So that's exactly what I'll be doing with this interview. We, We dive into a bunch of things, including how she met the love of her life, how they started their business together, and why she went down the road of kindy photography and how she's built it to the success it is today. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up in just a minute. Before we do get into that, a couple of quick things. If you didn't catch, I was going to say last week's episode, but the last episode a couple of weeks ago with Katie and Jez of Heart Story Photography, get back and have a listen to that one. We talk a little bit about their upcoming intensive, which is happening at their Canberra studio in March. It's going to be some jam-packed days of learning photography and business, marketing, planning, sales, and a whole lot more. So again, have a listen to that interview. We also talk a lot about the success they found in their business, how they're achieving that success, how they've grown, why they, and how they still love photographing after being in the business for so long and photographing the same genre in the same locations. 
Why and how do they still love it so much? And why and how do they continue to grow and thrive as a business? So all that was revealed in that interview with Katie and Jess. So get back and have a listen to that one. If you are going to go along to their intensive, make sure you check out the special promo code and links in the show notes for that episode. Because not only do you get a discount if you do go along, you also will get yourself a 12-month premium membership to PhotoBizX to help you with your business, in addition to what Katie and Jez share in their intensive. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, PhotoBizX.com. In other news, just before we get into this interview with Tracy, you should have received an email from me and you would have heard me talking about in the last episode with Katie and Jez, the upcoming AI-powered marketing for photographers training with Brianna Schrader of Shy Heart Studio. I am super pumped about this training because Brianna had a chance to run me through what she'll be teaching and I was I was literally blown away. It, <laughs> I mean, I was... I couldn't believe what she's been able to achieve with AI, how she's utilizing it to create her perfect client avatar and then using the AI tools to create a marketing plan, social media posts that appeal to her perfect target audience. She's also creating lead magnets, utilizing the AI tools for her advertising. Like it is, it really is incredible what you can do today and how much time you can save and how well you can talk to your ideal client using these tools. So that masterclass is coming up quickly next week on the 11th of January, 2024. It'll be happening at 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And I've got links to where you can learn more in the show notes for today's episode. Or you can go straight to photobizx.com forward slash AI marketing. I've got all the details there on the registration page. But I will tell you that if you can register for the live training or before that happens, the cost of the training is 197 US dollars. The cost is doubling after the live presentation with Brianna. And yes, there are additional bonuses if you do register for the live training. And that includes a $100 US dollar discount off any other course in the PhotoBizX training library that is currently available. You have to use that in 2024. So you have all year to use that. There is no pressure that'll sit there on your account ready for you to use whenever you want to. That's $100 to apply to any other course that is currently available. Plus, you're going to be getting an additional 20 done-for-you AI prompts from Brianna that she is utilizing in her business. That's going to be all part of the early bird special included in that special price for $197. Now, what you will see that if you do go to the registration page, you can also register for all four masterclasses now. So the plan is with Brianna to deliver four separate training sessions utilizing AI for your marketing through 2024. And the reason we're doing that is because there is so much you can do with AI and it's changing so quickly. We're going to space the training sessions out over the next 12 months. So the plan for this initial course, which is the most involved, will be creating your AI-driven client avatar, how to use then the tools to create engaging content. We're going to go over Brianna's perfect post formula for your social media posts and then her content strategy for growth utilizing the AI strategy that she's going to be talking about and then finally how to create a lead magnet to generate email signups again all using AI. So the following courses throughout the year are subject to change but at this point 
The plan is to go over sales copywriting, utilizing ChatGPT and Bard. We're going to go deeper on other forms of content creation, like the ultimate planning guide and freebies that you can offer as a photographer to your ideal clients. The third session, we're going to dive into integrations that you can utilize with ChatGPT and Bard, along with some of the other business AI tools that are time savers, not related to editing, but to business admin. So just be clear, any of the AI classes that Brianna is going to be delivering will not be covering image AI. We're talking about marketing, utilizing words. We're going to be using ChatGPT and Bard, which are the two most popular AI tools. And we're going to be working with words, not images. So this is going to be 100% focused on marketing. The fourth session, we're going to leave that open at this point because what Brianna wants to do is take your feedback if you attend the first, second, third, or all three of the other classes and then implement what you want to learn plus give you updates on what she's already covered in those three if things do change or have been updated or she's got better ways to do things because it will be changing quite quickly. So yeah, there's an absolute ton there. What you can do is register for all four right now or you can jump in, come to the first one and I'll still make that special price available for all four after the first one if you want to update and enroll for all four once you've seen what this is all about. Now, if you're unsure whether this is for you or not, it is perfect if you are not utilizing AI at all, if you are afraid of AI and what it can do, if you do not know where to start with AI, or if you've dabbled with AI and want to get more out of it. You can see how powerful it can be. You've heard about it. You've had a little play with it and you want to get better at using it in your business. So that will fit you perfectly if you're in any of those camps. For me personally, what I'm going to be doing is having my VA attend the training. I'll be there as well, but I'm going to have her attend the training. I want her, because I really dislike utilizing social media, I want her to take over that role and start utilizing AI to create social media content for me and my businesses. So that's the plan. So you could do the same. You could have one of your staff attend the training if you didn't want to do it yourself or have them attend the training with you that is totally fine if you can't make the live training but you have registered before you'll get all those bonuses you'll get uh, access to the standalone course which will be available after the recording has been uploaded and i'll make that available on the photobizx.com website and you'll also have access to put your questions follow-up questions to brianna and have her come back and answer those so that's that's all involved uh, sorry that's all part of that initial sign up. Uh, of course, if you sign up after the fact and the price has doubled, you still will get access to all those different things as well, but you don't get the bonuses if you sign up after the live event. So again, go and check it out. See if you feel it's a good fit for you. As usual, there is a 100% money back guarantee. So if you come along to the training, you feel like you don't get your value or money's worth from what Brianna delivers, that is the last thing I want to hear. It's the last thing Brianna wants to hear. If you don't think you get value you let me know and i will refund you no questions asked because that the last thing i want is for you to be unhappy with anything that i put out there i know brianna feels the same and all we want to do is see you success and grow utilizing these ai tools that are that are available to all of us now uh, the good thing is you do not need to make extra investments i mean you, you might want to upgrade to chat gpt4 which is the paid version uh, i'm going to leave that to brianna to unpack for you uh, I believe that her preference these days is barred. But again, I'm going to leave that to her to cover inside the training. But yeah, you don't need to add on a whole lot of other software. This is just 
Start utilizing the tools that are available to you right now for free, uh, which are absolutely mind-blowing. So more details at photobizx.com forward slash AI marketing. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. Alrighty, we are going to jump into this interview with Tracy. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is, unfortunately, you will not hear the full interview today with Tracy because I am going to stop the recording for you. Usually when we get to a juicy bit and before we get into the really good stuff at the second half of the episode. So if you do want to hear the full interview with Tracy, if you want to get more from what she shares, you can do that for as little as $1 with a 30-day trial membership. You can check out the full interview, see what you're missing out on every single week. Get an invite to the members Facebook group. Again, see what that's all about. Get access to all the special discounts, promo codes, and cheaper course access that members get. You can see exactly what's on offer there with that $1 trial. And again, there are more details about that over at photobizx.com forward slash try. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. I was recently chatting with Trina Julius of Red Cherry Images, who specializes in kindy photography. And I interviewed Trina for episode 443 of the podcast. And since then, she has kicked off the Preschool Photography Academy. And she basically teaches everything you need to know about kindergarten photography, from shooting to all things business. Now, when we were chatting, I asked if she could recommend any students who have been through her training for a possible interview. And one of those suggestions was today's guest, Tracy Mock of Studio Eclectic Photography in Sydney, Australia. Now, I took a look around and I can see that the studio Tracy works for or in or is part of was mainly focused on weddings, families and headshots. And they set up a subdomain off their main website for the kindy photography. And from the outside looking in, things look to be going great. The website is bright, it's easy to navigate, answers any questions clients may have, including pricing, and the photography looks great. Looking a little deeper, it seems that Tracy moved away from shooting in the main business to focus on running and coordinating the studio itself. So I'm looking forward to learning more about the hows and whys they decided to add kindy photography to what they were already doing and see if this is possibly something worth considering in your photography business. I'm rapt to say that Tracy is with us now. Tracy, welcome. Thanks, Andrew. So is that right that kindy photography is something new to your business? Uh, not so new. So we've probably been doing it for about six years now, more and more full time. So I used to do it a long time ago before I had kids just on the side working for another photographer, just a few shoots here and there, just for a bit of income in the you know quieter months. And then I stopped doing that for a long time and then got back into it. Yeah, in the last six years. So were you doing the kindy photography for another studio before you had Studio Eclectic? No, I already had Studio Eclectic and I was doing mainly weddings and portraits at the time. And it was just a little, you know, side thing, doing freelance work for other photographers. I would do a bit of kindy, do a bit of, you know, assisting with other weddings and things like that. Right, so just bringing in extra income. Yeah. Got it. So tell me a little bit about Studio Eclectic because it's not just you, is it? It's you and your husband. Yep, that's right. And we've now got a few other people working with us. So the team has grown over the past few years just because the workload's just increased. So, yeah, it's been good. 
Unreal. So tell me about the business. So am I right in saying it was weddings and families and headshots? Yeah. So it started with mainly weddings and then it changed over as obviously our wedding clients had babies. <laughs> we launched into more um, family portraiture and then I did, um, yeah, I realized I started to like doing headshots and doing a bit of more commercial events and that sort of thing. So we kind of, as we're called eclectic, we do a bit of everything. Yeah. And that's where we sort of worked out what our focus was that we really loved. You know, Paul loved doing the weddings. I was really loving the family portraits at the time. And then I also realized headshots was a great thing that I really loved. And then obviously the kindy preschool photography started as well after that. God, okay. So you guys have been in business for quite a while, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I think it's almost 20 years now. Yeah. Unreal. And has it been full time running consecutively for that full 20 years? No. So after uni, I started my own little business, <laughs> um, you know, just do a few shoots here and there. And so that was actually called eclectic photography and design. I was doing a bit of graphic design. So that was, yeah, that was literally like 23 years ago. That was a long time. And then I was still working for a few other studios after that. So it was always part time. And then when I finally launched it into full-time, that was probably, yeah, about 15 years ago. Right. So when did Paul come on the scene and when did he start shooting and working in the business? Uh, um, when we first started to get to know each other, we were actually met at a portrait shoot. Uh, not a portrait shoot. It was at a, a sunrise shoot with just a bunch of photography friends. And yeah, then we were doing a few more shoots here and there and then talking about gear and all that stuff. This was before we started dating. <laughs> and then I knew he was interested in doing some weddings. So we were, he was actually helping me put together one of my friend's wedding albums that I was doing. And it kind of just went from there because then he started to shoot for another studio and I was working in another studio, a different studio at the time. And then we started sharing our gear well, then we started going out. <laughs> then, yes, that's what happened. So good. So you guys actually met through photography and then started dating, got married, and then I guess he came into Studio Eclectic. Yeah, yeah. So then we kind of merged, I guess, with all our what we were doing and then we were doing a lot of weddings together. Yeah. Well, okay. And was that good for the relationship or was it more difficult working and living together? <laughs> Yes, that's a good question. Um, it was really good at first. I think that, you know, when it's exciting, you get to work together and we have similar shooting styles, but we also got different, a different eye for things. So it complemented each other quite well, which was great for weddings because, you know, he'd be the head shooter and I would be the second shooter. I love more candid moments, that kind of thing. So it worked out really well. But I think with both of us being sort of main shooters, as well, it was quite hard when we've got a particular idea or vision in mind and then one wants to go one way and the other wants to go the other way. So, yeah. So at one point we decided let's just focus on the different things that we both love. I was starting to get a bit tired from doing weddings every weekend, but he still loved it. So he was the, he's the wedding guy. And then I was really loving the family portrait. So then we kind of split it up that way. So we've got different roles and it worked much better that way instead of both of us doing everything. Got it, got it. So, And I get the idea from your website that it sounds like you stepped away from actually shooting and started to focus on the admin of the business, the business side of the business. Is that right? A little bit. I've been trying to do that, but also uh, feel like I can't step away from the shooting. I, I, I love it. I just can't. 
give it up, I guess, you know, but trying to do everything is hard. So that's why we started to get more staff on board. And yeah, at that time, I remember we got a great admin assistant and she was just able to help me organize everything and get the CRM sorted and everything like that. And that way I could just, you know, enjoy shooting. And then she would look after all the admin and the phone calls and the clients and look after them. And is that the way it's still working today? A little bit different. But very similar. Yeah, we've got people doing different things now so that I can just focus on what's essential to running the business and making those decisions. And then, you know, someone looks after more of the admin and then like the packing and the, yeah, the editing. So everyone's got a bit of a different role. How many people are in the business now? I've got, well, three contractors. So one's uh, mainly the preschool one that works with me. And she does my edit, does editing as well. And we've got uh, someone looking after admin. And also I've got another shooter that's pretty much working with me every week as well. We have a few other people who come here and there as and when we need with bigger centers, but pretty much those three are the main ones. Nice. Unreal. And then tell me about the breakdown of the business. So you're doing weddings, you're doing families, headshots and kindy. Like which is the biggest earner? Which is the best part of the business or the most profitable? Funnily enough, the kindy preschool is is the winner. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that either, so I was just, I'm just curious. So that's that's interesting to hear. So yeah, go on. Yeah, so I remember sitting down with my bookkeeper, and she was just going through all you know expenses, etc., all the boring stuff. And then she was looking at it, and she said, "This is amazing. Look at this. This is you've got to keep doing this preschool. Like, look how much you're earning from preschool versus portraits or weddings or commercial." it's a no brainer. And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) You know, you're just chugging along in your working, but you don't really kind of stop and look at all the numbers. And she's like, this is the most profitable for you. Right. So when she told you that, and you went into those numbers, was she looking at the profit in regard to the cost to run that side of the business, the cost of goods? Was she looking at just overall revenue? Like what made her zero in on that side of the business and go, Hey, this is the most profitable. Well, I guess, I guess, or initially looking at the gross income from it, but then even looking at the expenses involved and, you know, you're not using as much material costs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, compared with, like, say, wedding albums and frames and, yeah, that and, sort of thing. And time as well, I guess. Time, yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Okay. So what made you even think about going into kindy photography, like, six years ago? Oh, I just love photographing kids i think uh i just love yeah it's it's that moment when you know you've um you know the parents are like i can't even get a photo of them like smiling or doing anything they won't listen to me and then you get that split second moment and they've got this amazing like sparkle in their eye and they're giggling and you've caught it you know in this beautiful light and then you like i know that was just a fleeting moment that will never ever happen again and their parents aren't able to ever get that. And then, you know, in two weeks' time, they'll look at like a different child because they've already grown and changed. And, yeah, I think that's just what was really rewarding about doing kids and babies and that sort of photography with that age because I know it's really challenging. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. They're like, why do you do this every day? (laughs) Why do you, you know, hurt your knees and get down on the ground and try and make them laugh? And it's hard work, but I just love it. Yeah. So that's, I, I knew that I wanted to get back into it. And I think having my own children also had something to do with it, you know, just being more comfortable with handling kids and knowing how to interact with them as well. 
Got it. So when you said I wanted to get back into it, did you have a break from kindy photography or you had a break from photography altogether? A bit of a break from photography after just having a newborn and juggling that was, yeah, just a little, you know, little bit of time off. Right. So you came back after having your baby and is that when the the kindy photography kicked off as a brand new idea? Um, Not really. It was only after... My son was two years old, actually, and he had just started at a childcare center. So then I was looking at their photos <laughs> and the center manager was showing me their photo. I was like, oh, okay, this is what you've got. And she's like, oh, yeah, we really, we really need a change. And I said, well, I've, I've done a bit of, you know, I do photography, I do kids. Here's some work I've done before with families. And she's like, these are great you should do the photos here. And I said, oh, I'll give it a go. So hang on, Tracy. What did you show the kindy coordinator there? What Did you have a, like your phone, your laptop? Did you have a printed portfolio? Oh, I just sent her like a pixie set gallery of images that I photographed of kids, like family portraits. Oh, okay, so you had a conversation at the kindy, saw what they were getting, and then you mm. said, hey, let me email you some photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she saw this gallery of different images I've taken of kids around that age. So I sent, you know, kids that age group. And, yeah, she just loved them and said, give it a go here. And I still shoot at that centre every year, actually. (laughs) My son is 10 now, so, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow, okay, that's amazing. So that was easy to get into because you had that that contact, that personal acquaintance to get in there. Mm. How long after that first kindy did you book the second kindy, the third kindy? So it was just a slow, when that started, it was just, oh, I'll just do this one because it's my son's center. And then he started going to a different center. So I approached that one as well and just said, you know, this is what I do. And then that happened. (laughs) So it just grew from there. But it was just those two to start off with first. Then I had my second child. So it was just a little bit of like, I'll just do this on the side a little bit. And then it was actually a Google search that one of another center just did a Google search for preschool photographers so I think at that point I must have put something in my SEO about I do childcare as well you know just because I had two centers up my sleeve and then they contacted me and said oh we saw your work really love what you do would you like to shoot at our center and that was a local one it was like 10 minutes away so I said yeah sure I'll come give it a go and then that grew because that center was actually a big chain of childcare centers all across Sydney so They just pretty much talked to other centre managers and referred me, and that's how it grew. Wow. I love the way you used your children as lead magnets to get business. (laughs) Yep, yep. They're good. (laughs) So good. Wow. Okay, so this big chain, one of the branches contacts you, and then that's the foot in the door to start photographing their other branches. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. So when you went into that your your son's centre, you'd never done that kind of photography before. How were your systems then compared to now? Oh, (laughs) a world of difference. (laughs) I kind of didn't really know what I was doing in like, how do I work out these packages? How do I show them the photos? Just having to think through all those things because it's totally different to portraits or family portraits where I was doing in-person sales, so completely different. Yeah, so I had to just sit down and go through all the different things of like, what do I need to do? And it was just a bit of guesswork, like, oh, so-and-so's, my friend's, you know, son has another preschool photographer that kind of does packages like that. So I'll probably do something similar. And that's kind of just where I was basing my, you know, information from when I first started just for that one center. But now 
yeah, it's a huge difference now that we've got everything down to like email templates for each step of the way and that kind of thing of the whole process sort of mapped out because there's so much involved from start to finish of yeah, getting the photos to them and from shooting to the end, yeah. So in that first scenario, because you said there that you showed that teacher a, a Pixie Set gallery, did you just go and use Pixie Set for the first one? Yes, I did. I used Pixie Set for the first three centres I remember oh, okay. that I was doing. And then I realised this is way too hard <laughs> because it's very manual. You can't, yeah, you can't really tweak that much. Yeah. But for someone that's listening that wants to give this a try, would that be an okay way to test the waters and see if that's something that's worth pursuing? Yeah, yeah. So just starting out, if you're doing one or two centres, you can still, and you're already paying for your Pixie Set you know, subscription anyway, that's fine. You can do that. And if you don't have hundreds and thousands of children, that's no problem. It's just when your volume gets bigger, it's going to be much harder to keep uploading and manually changing things there. Right. So what's the manual part of using PixieSet that you're not doing now? I get the email automation, but isn't it basically giving people access to a gallery and they go in and purchase? Yeah, so what we... um, uh, quite big on is just like child um, privacy, I guess, in right. that each child gets a, their own passcode. So that if we're doing that in Pixie Set, you've got to put them in manually, one by one, each gallery, make each gallery. Yeah. Oh, so each child would have their own gallery, not the whole yeah. center. Yeah, that's right. So each, so, you know, not all the parents can see every single child's photo. You would just have one password for each child. So then it becomes quite labor intensive when you're putting in hundreds of individual passcodes and galleries per child got it got it. okay i want to come back to the shooting in just a second but you know what what i what i can't find an answer for so far is with all this experience why go and do trina's course and learn from her it sounds like you were up and running and going you were on fire yes but i was also questioning myself a lot in that i'd come across issues you know or little things that would come up and I'm like, we've got to, there has to be a different way of doing this. There has to be a better way of doing this or a faster way of doing this. And I just can't work it out. And I don't really know anyone else who's doing, you know, preschool photography in my circles. A lot of us do weddings and that's, that was it. So I hadn't really no one to talk to. And I just, yeah, I was kind of feeling like I just needed, um, I guess someone who'd been through it to, say, yep, you're on the right track, or how about you think about doing it this way? Yeah. So there, there was a lot of things that I was like, oh, you know, there has to be a better way of this of doing this. And was there? Was there, when you went and invested in Trina and her training, her courses, mm. packages, was there better ways? Mm, yes, definitely. Oh, yes. that's good. So it was worthwhile. Yes. <laughs> it was worthwhile. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was funny because I remember when she posted it, I had joined the kindy photographers Facebook group that I was part of. And when she posted that she was doing a course, I was like, this is what I'm looking for. And yeah, I was the first one on there going, yep, I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes you so, so confident and willing to invest in her training in particular, I guess, but did you know that she was going to have the answers or you just hope to get reassurance that you're doing things right? Well, I guess I couldn't see all of the course. I didn't know exactly what was involved, but from the summary, it looked really comprehensive of what she was offering in the course. And a lot of it was the questions that I had of like, how can we do the sales better or the process, you know, make it smoother for parents and how they can understand the whole sales process better, that kind of thing. So 
I guess I was hoping that she would have the answers, but also just getting, like you said, getting that validation that, yep, you are on the right track. This is the fastest way, or this is the only way that you can do it with this new software. So yeah, that's kind of where it started. Right. Did it matter to you whether or not she was actually photographing preschools herself? Yes. So I guess without having that all that experience that she has, she yeah, if she wasn't shooting at preschools every day, she wouldn't know the kind of issues that we'd come across. And it was just as amazing when we did actually get to talk, we're just being on the same page. Like, you know, we know that this is an issue. We know that parents always ask these questions. This comes up every day, you know, this problem, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Right, okay. Wow. Okay. So that sounds amazing. So you're going along. So how long into your business did you decide to get that training package from Trina? So I was just looking up when I did buy the course and it was in 2020, so three years ago. And at that point, how long had I been shooting? So that was... About three years. Yeah, so three years ago I joined up the course, but before that I had been doing preschools. When my son first started, it was 2014. Right, okay, right. Okay, so six years. Yeah. So you're going along for six years and you're still experiencing issues, and then you you do this training. So what did you change? What was one of the major changes that you made in the business once you got together with Trina? A big thing that she mentioned was, and has been mentioned in many of your podcasts that I've heard before that when you've interviewed other people as well, is the whole idea of the add-ons, like the would you like fries with that idea, that we could just put in with the software and say, you know, would you like to add on an extra three digital files or would you like to add on whatever it is? And I didn't know that it was so easy to put those functions in and just give people the option. I mean, we're not forcing them to buy it. It's just an option if they want to add it on. And that was a big thing that she helped me see that you can do this and it's not going to be salesy. It's not going to be, you know, making people feel like they have to. Yeah, and so once I started doing that and people were like actually really wanting to do that, that was exciting because obviously the sales went up and people were really happy as well because they had um, they could add on something to their package for cheaper than buying it out uh, separately. Got it, got it. Okay, so it's funny, isn't it? Like there's these little ideas that you someone else has been doing the whole time, you didn't even think of it, then you implement it and your sales go up. So good. Mm. I love mm. that. Tell me, with the kindy side of your business, is that a six-figure business for you guys? It is now, yeah. Fantastic. And is it, has it been growing year on year on year? Well, it's been up and down, obviously, with COVID, oh, COVID and yes. the restrictions because where they weren't allowing external people into the center. So that was the hard part because we couldn't, for pretty much a whole year, we, were, we couldn't enter any centers. But then once, once they reopened them, everybody wanted to book us just before Christmas, which was a bit of a crazy time. Yeah. So, so, so other than COVID, it was growing year by year. Is that right? Yep. yep. So, and does it grow because your sales get better, your photos get better, or because you bring on new centers? What's the key, the key metric to grow the business? I think it's a bit of both. Because it, it was, it's happening at the same time. So we're growing in number of centers, but we're also growing in what we're offering. And I've changed the packages after talking to Trina about things that we can change and do better. So it's kind of worked together. Okay. So do you want to grow it more or are you happy with where it's at now? 
So this is an interesting thing. I'm at a crossroads at the moment. Well, I was at a crossroads before whether before I did the course because I knew that if I'm going to do this course, I've got to give it my all pretty much. You know, I'm going to invest the time and the effort and the money and everything into obviously making this work. So it's kind of working out, you know, am I going to be putting my portraits and everything else aside a little bit more and launching into this? And now also just working out where to from here, whether we, you know, get new shooters, new staff and really, really grow it. Still, still undecided. We're still in, in the in-between at the moment, but I'm quite happy. The, like I've capped a number of how many centers we'll do that we can manage with the number of people we have. And we know that's our limit. So we don't want to push ourselves to the point where we're overworked and start hating what we do. Right. So how many centers are you looking after now? At the moment, I think this year we've got about 22. We had about 22. Right. So, and, and are they mostly from that chain? Yeah, mostly. Okay. So are you strong enough, Tracy, that if another member of the chain rings you and says, Tracy, can you come and do our center? Would you say no? <laughs> if I've reached my Limit. capacity. Yes. For that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It is, um, it is. And I think we all face this same thing. I mean, as a wedding photographer, you know, any time the phone rang, if there was a date free, it was very, particularly yeah. for Linda, very hard for her to say no because she knew that I was free. But, so I would have yeah. to put in the calendar, listen, I don't want, do not want to work this weekend. I need to have some weekends off. Yeah. But it's very hard, isn't it, when you're in your own business mm. to say no. Yeah. So is this a conversation that you have with Paul or with yourself or with your team? More so with my team. So Paul's not really like... Uh, part of the preschool decision making he sort of sees what I do but he doesn't um yeah because he's still he's got his day job as well and he does the weddings that's enough for him I still do we still talk about things and you know come up with some ideas but I think after overworking a bit last year and realizing it's not you know it's it's, it's not really going to help if you're so overworked and exhausted taking on a new center you're not even going to do a good job anyway so yeah, it's either get someone else to shoot it from the team if they're free. Sure, I can do it. That like take the booking, but I would need a break. Right. Yeah. So with the preschool, like where is most of the time or the man hours? Where are the man hours going? Is it in the shooting day? Is it in the post processing? Is it the admin? Definitely post and admin. Yeah, a lot of well, it's much better now that. You know, post-processing is much easier with Lightroom and AI and everything now. And also just having more, we're more structured in the way we shoot. Now I've trained my staff as well now to kind of, you know, we know exactly what we need. So we're not just shooting randomly. We know exactly the shots that we need, the crops that we need, and yeah, they know what to do. So it's, it's much easier now, whereas before I felt like we were culling forever. Yeah, so, but definitely post-processing and admin of informing parents and following that up is yeah time consuming okay i want to you know i want to dive into the, the shooting the actual day and how things work but let's say that you had the let's say you had more staff and you had the capacity to bring on more centers how would you go about signing up a new center what would be the encouragement for them to say yes to you and drop their existing photographer Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. 
Tracy, you've been amazing. What a fantastic business you build. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this. Where is the best place for the listener to see your beautiful work and see what you've built up? The website is preschool.studioeclectic.com.au. Fantastic. I'll link to that in the show notes. And you've also got the Studio Eclectic website, which has got Instagram and Facebook attached. I'll link to those as well. But why did you decide to go with a subdomain instead of a brand new website for the kindy photography? I guess it comes down to what I mentioned before with the families. They kind of, um, yeah, I'd like them to also see that we do families. And I just got a parent ask me today as well after photographing their child. They're like, do you do families? So just having that link together rather than having a completely different branding. Right. Is it easy to manage as well with a subdomain for you? Yeah, yeah, much easier rather than having to look after a different domain completely and a different business name perhaps. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I know, I know it's a super busy time for you. You even emailed me like 10 minutes before we're about to record, <laughs> replying to an email from weeks ago saying you've been flat out. So, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. So is it busy just right up to Christmas with kindies? Well, this is our last week that we're shooting at kindies. We're doing graduations at the moment. They're cute little hats and gowns. <laughs> and then we're in crazy editing mode and getting all the packages ready before Christmas. So. Oh, my God. All right. Yep. Tracy, you're amazing. Thank you again so much for sharing everything you have. Pleasure. Thanks, Andrew. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Tracy as much as I did. Tracy, if you are listening, thank you again so much for coming on, for being so open, for sharing everything you did and being happy enough for me to share this with listeners. You are amazing. I love the business that you've built. And uh, yeah, look, I can't wait to see where 2024 and the future leads with your success because it's looking like it's going to be up, up and up for your business and your success. So again, love to stay in contact. Again, thank you so much for sharing everything you have and looking forward to hearing how things go in the future. For you, the listener, I do hope you got a ton from what Tracy had to share. If you do have a follow-up question for her, I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned in the show notes for today's episode, including where you can find her online. And all those details are at photobizx.com forward slash 546. Now, in addition to all those links, I've also got examples of her fantastic work. So you can see the kind of photography that she's doing for her kindy work. It's all there in that one spot. And of course, if you are a premium member, you'll have access to Tracy inside the members Facebook group as well. So if you just want to say thanks for coming on, for sharing what you did, or you do have a follow-up question, you can hit her up there inside the group. One last thing on the kindy photography side of things. You obviously heard us talking quite a bit about Trina Julius and her art of kindy photography, the Art of Kindy Photography Academy. If you do go and check that out, I've got links to it in the show notes and more details about it there. If you do sign up for the Art of Kindy Photography Academy with Trina, you can use the promo code PBX20 for an additional 20% discount off that training. And that is available until the 31st of March 2023 and the good news is I've got a follow-up interview coming up with Trina in a couple of weeks time as well so go and check out artofkindyphotography.com and you'll be able to utilize the same tools and information that Tracy has to grow her kindy photography business if that is a genre that you're looking to pursue and grow your business around. Alrighty that is going to wrap up the first episode of 2024. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Big thanks again to Tracy for coming on and sharing everything she did. Don't forget to check out 
the AI training that's coming up over at photobizx.com forward slash AI marketing. That's with Brianna Schrader. It's coming up next week. Hope to see you there. I'll email you some more details about that as well. Other than that, that is it for this episode. I hope you have had a fantastic start to the year and here's hoping for a fantastic 2024. I am wishing you every success for the future and I cannot wait to see where this year leads. Alrighty, wherever you are in the world, stay safe, healthy and well and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 